Good day, everybody. This is Zachary Kameen, the Curious Christian, and these are Curious Conversations. Before we get started with this episode, I wanted to do some housekeeping um, information, what's going to happen during the rest of this year. Um, As my podcast has gotten more and more popular, more views, I get more and more uh, feedback and comments from some of my listeners and from uh, those who are interested in doing uh, interviews uh, that I've and listening to other podcasts myself, I f- have uh, come to the conviction that I should start doing segments, not just a full length, uh, you know, one segment all the way through, but try to break it up into uh, four to five minute, maybe even seven to ten minute blocks, uh, depending on the. Uh, segment depending on the topic uh, but trying to keep some topics to a minimum and trying to uh, stretch out some other topics uh, understanding uh, where my mind is on uh, certain topics I've also started a blog that I will start adding to my uh, podcast episodes information uh, mostly just so that I can Uh, think through uh, write out more what I have to say so that I don't feel the need to say it all here on the podcast Uh, and then there'll be things that uh, I say on the podcast that I don't say on the blogs Uh, so it'll be a way for you guys to get more and more of what my thoughts are both on podcast and on the blog and help you to understand that some topics are just that complicated. Uh, right now I'm hanging out with my baby, Zena. Uh, she is my almost five-month-old, if you can believe it. And she's just hanging out with Daddy while Mommy takes uh, her sisters to Grandma's. Um, but yep, so that's that housekeeping situation. Uh, hopefully you enjoy the rest of the episode and I will uh, talk with you guys more about uh, interviews and or upcoming interviews that will be coming uh, up real soon. The goal is if you remember on uh, a couple podcasts ago, my goal is to do one interview a quarter and I have not done an interview yet this quarter so, Uh, There's a couple people that I have in mind to do an interview with, and I just simply need to set that up. Uh, So, God bless you guys. Uh, Take care, and enjoy the show. So in this segment, we are going to be dealing with the uh, squirrel hunting trip that I just did. And by trip, I mean I went out to the wood line and hunted a squirrel. The impressive thing that I find from it was one that I did this uh, during that polar vortex gloriness uh, because I got bored. And so I went for a walk. Uh, Cool thing about it being 
so cold was I was able to walk on the ice of the nearby stream and just uh, walk up and down the creek to uh, scope out uh, squirrels and the it took me about two hours to catch one and the reason is is I was waiting for sunset when they were getting ready to go back home type of thing and I <clears throat> well whilst doing that you know I got to see squirrels running around in the field running around on the trees and uh, one of the coolest things was seeing all the bird life also there were Orioles, there were robins, uh, blue jays, uh, doves, uh, a couple turkey buzzards that were probably hearing my uh, squirrel calling and thinking that they were actual squirrels. So, But getting to see them hunting was really awesome. Um, they would... Uh, you, you could watch them get to a tr as high of a treetop as you could so they could uh, scope around. And then uh, you just see them basically dive bomb towards an animal that they want. And they did this about three times. And uh, each time they didn't get what they were after. But I was still intrigued by their... Uh, dedication, their persistence, and their desire. Uh, that encouraged me because, you know, sometimes when you shoot, you miss your target. And it was encouraging to me because I want to be a good predator. I want to be a perfect predator. And so when I missed a squirrel a couple times during the hunt, uh, I was kind of bumming. But when I got to see that even those who are from basically birth or after they're weaned are hunters. You know, they miss their target at least three times while I was watching them. And so it encouraged me, like, well, clearly, uh, you know, missing the prey is part of being the predator. Uh, that was encouraging to me. Uh, and so I would, uh, for those who are interested in hunting, those who desire the uh, experience of hunting, whether it be on private land or be on public land, what have you. Uh, obviously, you have to get your permissions to do either one. But uh, if you're wanting to do that, uh, I would suggest you uh, be confident in your shooting, be confident in your scouting and all of those things, and be content if you uh, miss. Uh, because remember, in the scenario, you're a predator. And as we all know from all the wildlife shows and all the uh, hunting shows and even just watching out your um, back door, the predator doesn't always get the prey. At least not in the first try, not even the second or even the third. Uh, it, the predator wins because they are persistent. 
uh, and this is something that I learned. This was the second time uh, hunting. Uh, first time I hunted, I just put the squirrel right onto the uh, grill. Like I seasoned it and put it on the grill. Uh, this time I um, made uh, deep fried squirrel legs, which was really good. And uh, But it wasn't good enough. I'm going to have to keep on looking up recipes. I'm going to do a squirrel stew next time. Uh, the squirrel stew recipe that I looked up was uh, uh, calls for three squirrels. I've never shot more than one, so that'll be interesting for me to uh, experience going beyond just uh, one squirrel at a time and, and actually going to three. Uh, so uh, that's all I've got for this segment. Uh, moving on to bigger and better things. So, when it comes to friends, I have to say that my wife is my best friend, and compared to her, I wouldn't say I had any friends. Uh, but I realize that not everybody, or in fact, I think everybody should say, or at least every man should say that his wife's his best friend. And every wife should say that her husband is her best friend. Uh, I am doing this segment on friendship and marriage because there have been a lot of divorces going on this year with those who Uh, are near uh, me and my wife. And obviously, uh, this segment is not going to change your world or your life, but it could. It's It will change your life, hopefully for the better. Um, I was talking with one man who said that he hadn't had a date with his wife in over three years and that his kids were kept on getting in the way type of thing. They kept on making plans, uh, and they keep falling through. Uh, I'm not sure what he constitutes as a date, uh, and what he constitutes is just hanging out and whatnot, uh, but I hear what you're saying, uh, but I know with me and my wonderful wife, uh, we try to go on dates every week, uh, even if it's like last night, where we stayed home for our date, and we just picnicked in the living room, I cooked up a couple dozen chicken wings, uh, laid out some uh, hummus and salsa and some pita chips and pita bread and some tortilla chips. We watched some shows and enjoyed each other's company. If it's as simple as that, I mean, I constitute that as a, a 
sort a type of date night. Uh, going out to eat, try to do that once a month. Uh, and we usually go somewhere once a year. At least we try to. Uh, so, what do we do with, uh, with some of your guys' situations? Um, I would argue that many of you men uh, need to plan more dates if uh, you're struggling with, you know, planning one date a year type of thing. Yeah, I suggest planning one date a month or one date a week because not all of them can fall, fall through. And if you make it a habit of asking people to watch your children if you have them, which more than likely you do if you're having to make plans to date your wife, then uh, the frequency actually matters. If you make it weekly, or you have your mother, your, or in our case, or in my case, my mother-in-law watches the kids uh, once a week. Uh, it used to be once every other week, but right now it's once a week. Uh, it's because, and it's because uh, of us creating a frequency of going out. Uh, me and my wife made it a point to uh, want to go out every week or at least spend time relatively alone once a week. I say relatively because with a newborn uh, we're not going to put that upon or for the past few kids we haven't we've always taken uh, the newest baby with us one, so that they can see mommy and daddy more. And two, so that whoever's watching the kids doesn't have to watch a newborn while they're watching the older one running around. They're the older ones now. Um, at the moment, this is the morning of uh, after the date night, and I'm cooking breakfast for my wonderful wife, mostly because she kicked me out of bed, told me to make her coffee and make her breakfast, which is fine. And I suggest that many of you be willing to do uh, such things. Uh, or to serve our wives, or to lead our wives, you need to get good at leading your wives. There are men who are not good at that. And that's another reason why marriages fail, is men uh, drop the ball in the leadership category. Uh, doesn't mean that they aren't leaders, it means that they're bad leaders. Uh, men must lead their household. Men must lead their wives. Because... And when you start to do that, and you seek to do a better job of leaving your, your wife, uh, you will quickly find that that's exactly what you're uh, 
wonderful wife wanted in the first place, she will help you out, which is exactly what she's supposed to do. She's supposed to, the wife is supposed to be a helper to the husband. And believe me, when I screw up, my wife helps me realize when I screw up as a leader. She's very good at this. And, uh, but she hasn't always been good at it. She had, just as I haven't always been a good leader, she hasn't always been a good helper. And we're slowly growing, but as one of my favorite uh, Roman Catholics or Papists used to say, anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Uh, it is worth screwing up your leadership style because it is good to be a leader. Uh, with wives, it's good to screw up your helping. It's worth helping badly because it's because helping your husband is worth doing. And we must be willing to help one another. Uh, so, those are my two encouragements, which is date nights frequent as often as possible. Make plans to do them once a week, and you will find yourself being able to do them once a month because everything will fall together. And husbands, lead your wives, and wives, help your husbands. There you go.